Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello and welcome to the Parenting Tools podcast. My name is Jason. And my name is Jordan. We are the Parents and Tools and this is the podcast where we talk about our lives, our experiences, the highs, the lows, the wins, the losses, the dynamic dado. Oh my god. Sound better in my head. Dynamic. Jace, this week is a guest episode. Yeah, we don't have a jingle for that. Every time. And we have this week joining us, George Crossland. I'm really excited about this. George is hilarious. Oh, he's really funny. Social media, I'm going to say the word, sensation. If you've not seen him on social media, please do check him out. You will thank us. Yeah. George Crossland on Instagram. Check him out. He's probably one of the busiest people. He's a podcaster. He's got music that he puts out. He's got... Um, is it Instagram that's just completely taken off and two kids. Well, just had his second. I'll let him explain it all, but he's a busy guy. But what I love about George, he's really positive. And really wholesome. Very wholesome. Really good content. I think you'll enjoy this. Before we speak to our guest, this week we had a uh, little activity that uh, my daughter really enjoyed. I thought it meant me and you. I was thinking, did we? <laughs> we did go to soft play. We did. Uh, but no, uh, growing vegetables. Lovely. Yeah. The whole thing, going to the shops, buy the pots and the soil and the seeds. It was, I'm going to use the term, it was a full day killer. <laughs> but it was really enjoyable. Is she asking every day if they've grown yet? She's asking every day if she can go water them. That's good. Which is them. good. I'm glad she remembers. Yeah. Because I'm going to forget. And like worst case scenario, if in like three months time, there's nothing there, just go buy some carrots. Come in, come in, yeah. Boom. There you go. Yeah. We did that this weekend. We got our strawberries. Now, all of them very nice. That our uh, son likes to see if they check them. Not every day, every hour. Oh. Are they red yet? No. <laughs> Can I eat them? No. When they're red. Are they red yet? No. But it's one of those things that I didn't realise how complex growing things could be. <laughs> in what sense? There's so many instructions to some of the things. Is it not just stick it in the ground and water it? That's what I presumed. Okay. But there's some seeds that we got. We looked in the instructions. It's like you have to put it into a smaller size pot. 
wait until it's like sprouting and transfer it to a bigger pot. I haven't got time for that. Um, one pot wonder. That's <laughs> all I want. It's my snooker career. <laughs> Summed up. Oh, that's lovely. So what did you buy? What's what's the, the veg that you've gone for? Went for carrots. Carrots. Well, I'd have guessed that. <laughs> From my... Why my potatoes growing? No, oh, there's a carrot there. Carrots, cucumbers, spring onions. Oh, yeah. Um, went for spinach. That's one of the complex ones, apparently. So we didn't grow that. Still in seed form. <laughs> what else? And just some flowers. Yeah, nice. Yeah. We're growing some potatoes, but that's not intentionally. Some potatoes. <laughs> in a cupboard. Sprouting. <laughs> well, that's well. I hope they. I hope they do take. Keep us posted. Yeah, I hope so too. With the progress, probably won't update you every week. No, no, please don't. <laughs> so we've got a, we've got an exciting uh, family event coming up this week. We've got a wedding. So do you remember a few months ago we had a FaceTime as we were recording? Yes, my sister, my sister-in-law got engaged. Yeah. So it's Monday today as we record. She's getting married on Thursday. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. And my kids are in the wedding. Oh, that's very cute. So Luke is a page boy. Myla's a flower girl. Yeah. We had the rehearsal yesterday. And it did not go well. Oh, no. No, not at all. Um, to be fair to the kids, it was like through Myla's nap time. It was through lunchtime. So they were both tired, both hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, Myla's got a little basket of petals to sprinkle. She just shakes it. So they fall out. So this is what, this is how I think it's going to happen. Now, this episode comes out after the wedding. Yeah. So I can see if there's an accurate prediction here. I think, I think Luke is going to be brilliant. I think he's going to walk down. I think Myla is going to shake the petals and then roll in the petals. That's what she was doing yesterday. <laughs> and then Luke will turn around to grab her and help her. And then they'll just self find That's what I think is going to happen. Is there any anxiety? Not at all. Or is it just like, ah, whatever happens, happens? Knowing that I can get £250 from you being framed is really... It's still going. Yeah, yeah. It's really easing the nerves. <laughs> the good thing for me is... Just have a camera. Yeah, I just need... Yeah, anyone listening? Well, it's going to be it's too late. But horizontal, film it in landscape so you can get on the telly. And then genuinely, that's what's getting me through is the thought of I can get... Get on you being framed with you that. have a funny story off the back of it. Well, the good thing for me is... Potentially we're in the wedding, but that's fine. My, my wife's maid of honour, so she is also there. She'll be there with them, yeah. but she doesn't want to be looking after them at that moment, walking down the aisle. I will be on the stage because I'm doing the songs. Nice. So I'm just... I'm responsibility free. It's not your problem. Not my problem. Although, it'll be my gain when the £250 comes in. <laughs> so yeah, who knows how it's going to go. That's excited, but the uh, the kids are staying. So my mum's going to pick them up from the wedding and take them to her house. Then we've got an evening at the venue. Nice. I've got Thursday and Friday off. Oh, mm. played that well. Played it very well. Yeah. Bank holiday Monday today. Tuesday, Wednesday I work. Thursday, Friday off. That's you've you've done that really well. Yeah. There's a bit of planning on involvement to that. None, none at all. <laughs> I only realised last week, a couple of that's Friday, <laughs> when I was looking ahead to <laughs> to next week. But, oh, I'm only working two days next week. Oh, lovely. Did, yeah. did you get a little suit for Luca? Yeah, he looks smashing. Oh, oh, he's got a little white dress. That's so cute. Kids are coming. Oh. Of course we won't get a picture of them together. Smiling? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm really... Thoughts will be all over them. Yeah, just kind of, no, I don't want a picture. Won't well, stay still. But, yeah, it's 
I'm really looking forward to it. John, I heard something this week, which I was a little bit confused by. I've seen it on the notes and I'm also confused. So please do enlighten me. So I understand the world that we're living in. It's important to be sensitive. Yeah. Everyone's living the same way. Lots of things, lots of stuff going on in people's lives. Yeah. Where is this going? (laughs) Just wanted to preface that. I think sometimes a bit unnecessary. Yeah. It was in the context of talking about stay at home mums. Yeah. That was the context of what I was watching. And uh, for some reason, the, the phrase, instead of stay at home parent or stay at home mum or dad, it was house person. Like an estate agent. <laughs> That's what I thought. That, that leaves the room wide open. That could be anything. That's someone who's, they just dwell in the house. Yeah. Like a house cat. They don't go out. Hermit. They live inside. Yeah. Just, just confused me. It tickled you, did it? Yeah. I think I was perplexed. 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 By the house people. Yeah. Like, Isn't that a band? The house people. I have no idea. The lighthouse people, I think, is a band. <laughs> I'm sure house people's a band somewhere. Fish of them. It's that whole thing, isn't it? What? And like, I'm up, identify as whatever, whatever's necessary. Yep. All that sort of language. I just got confused. That, that was more confusing to me than in the context of what we were talking about of, oh, it's just a parent who stays at home. That's their main job rather yeah. than they're a house person. Yeah. Because that also puts the emphasis being on the house part. Mm. And if you've tried to cast your kids, or your partner's out at work, not a lot of house looking after. <laughs> That's a really weird, 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 really weird way to say it. Housekeeper. A lot, not a lot of housekeeping gets done when you've got toddlers running around. Yeah. So one of the, the child person. <laughs> that makes it sound weirder. It does. I'm going to just slowly back away from this just topic. I'm going to stick it, stick with stay-at-home mum and dad, I think. <laughs> so, Jace. Moving on from house person to artificial intelligence. Before we just go to that, sorry, this just popped into my head. The house person reminds me of Dobby the house elf. Dobby? Do you know when Dobby died? Spoiler yes. that. Spoilers. I mean, that's like almost 20 years on. And everyone was like, oh no, Dobby's dead. I was like, get a grip. That was a touching moment. Oh, he's annoying. But also, if you read the book, you would have found out first. There you go. So, Jerome right. Yeah. So, chat GPT. Oh, yeah. Big topic. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm a, I love ChatGPT. I'm a big fan. I'm also not a big fan of all the hype. Mm. I can't go on Twitter without seeing ChatGPT. Here's seven ways to make yourself more efficient. Exactly. And everyone's using that thing. There's seven ways to revitalize your life. Yeah. All that kind of nonsense. What? Just tell it to do stuff and it does it for you. But anyway, on this podcast, we're unhelpful with our advice. <laughs> and we're, we're unhelpful with answering questions. Last week, someone said, What's your advice about chicken fox? We said, we can remember having it. <laughs> so um, I've enlisted the help of ChatGPT. If you are expecting children and you don't know what to call them. Oh, this is good. I've just seen it on the note. I have asked ChatGPT to come up with a list of boys and girls names. So I'm doing a lot of the heavy lifting for you because this is, a, when we had our first, we couldn't think of a name. And I wish ChatGPT was there to come up with a name for me. Love his name. I'm glad we settled on what yeah, we settled. That's a great name. But at the time, just wish there was someone to do it for me. Anyway, if you're expecting, get a pen, get, get some paper. So I asked ChatGPT to write a list of 10 traditional girls' names, first and second names, for 2023. So we've got middle names as well. 
So we've got Amelia Rose, Charlotte Elizabeth, Olivia Grace, lovely name, Sophia Marie. That sounds, that's, these are all lovely names. Emma Louise, Abigail Jane, Isabella Clare, Emily Catherine, Madison Faith, and Victoria Anne. And to be fair, they all sound like real people. They do. Imagine telling that story. Oh, how did you pick your children's names? I listened to this podcast. <laughs> and this, this guy got chat GPT to write a list of names. Do you want to do the next ones? That's quality. So you, you changed the, the prompt I have from traditional to now modern yep. names. Yeah. Dive in. You take it. My reading is terrible. So if I mispronounce these, just let me know. <laughs> Aria Sky? Yeah. Sky with an E on the end. Yeah. That seems unnecessary. Silent E. I love the name Aria. Or oh, Aria. Aria. Either or. Aria Sky? Aye. <laughs> Luna Jade. That sounds like a Harry Potter character. It does, because I mean, there's one called Luna. Luna Jade. But not Jade. Myla Grace. Harper Quinn. That sounds like a character as well. Harley Quinn is the character. Dan Langley, yeah. Or the Joker. Avery Rose. Nice name. Nova Blake. Nova. I quite like that. Nova. Nova. That's original. Super. No, that's put. <laughs> Everly Faith. I can't pronounce this one. Aurora. Aurora Sage. That looks like Aurora's age. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like someone out of like a Harry Potter or like a, Yeah, it does. Some sort of wizardry book. Willow Noel. That's quite a mouthful. Very American. Yeah, true. But that, that's, that's quite a tongue twister. Yep. Zara Bell. Zara Bell. Zara Bell. Again, an unnecessary E. Not as strong. You can't have Bell as in. You're spelling out Bell. That's, yeah. <laughs> as in the percussion. So, yeah, again, good names. Not as strong as the traditional names, I'd say. But uh, don't worry. If you're expecting a boy, we've got you covered. So, here's our 10 traditional boys' names. We've got Benjamin James, William Thomas. Samuel David. Hold on. Samuel David is the name of our recent guest, Samuel David Johnson. There you go. There you go. Have you got mother's maiden name? Mother's maiden name and date of birth there. (laughs) First first name. (laughs) Henry Joseph, Alexander Michael, Daniel Matthew, Matthew Christopher, Nicholas Robert, Andrew Patrick, and Jonathan Pete. You've got to say, these ones just sound like they've picked two first names and put them together. It does indeed. Yeah, actually, most of them, all of them, all of them are two first names put together. Is there such thing as a middle name? Or is the middle name just a first name that's, that's come second? That's a good idea. That's, that's an important topic. Has anyone got a first name which sounds like a middle name? What, you got a middle name? Joshua. It's a first name. First name. It's a strong first name. Mine's Michael. Strong first name. Michael. Hence why I was a fan of Michael Jordan growing up. Yeah, just the wrong way around. Yeah. Yeah. I hope those names have saved your day. Yeah. If you're approaching due date and you're thinking we've still not got a name, you're welcome. 
And if you there's a list of names you don't want. <laughs> and if you are picking a name, I think we've mentioned it before. There is an app which is like Tinder, but for names. Yeah, you and your partner can download it. You go through it by yourselves, and it will tell you which ones you've matched on. Can't what it's called, but it exists. Have um, I ever told you the story about my wife when we were like trying to find a name? She sent me a list of first and second names she liked. Yeah, and I picked two. She went, "No, I don't like this." <laughs> <laughs> Helpful. Thank you. So you you put something on here. You've put a question before we dive into our guest. Yeah. It sounds painful. Um do adult males still use links? This is a question which I didn't I didn't know the necessary or the appropriate forum to ask it in. Because it sounds like you've been thinking about it and you just want a bit of Listen, I don't know if you've been into Ted Lasso recently. No. Me and my wife have. We've been binge watching. Been roped into the lasso. We have. We we have. We are suckers. It's lighthearted. It's good. Recommend it as a watch. I have heard it is brilliant. One of the episodes there is clearly a Lynx product placement. Mm. And the football players change the rooms, open up one of the cupboards, and there's just a load of Lynx. And it genuinely got me asking the question of do adult males still use Lynx? I did recently. I'm glad to hear, and it's not it's not a question of any sort. Just I genuinely want to know because I feel like if I go to buy it in the shop, I'm going to get a funny look. See, I didn't want to. <laughs> I I ran out of Right Guard, which is a an adult's delusion, <laughs> and all I had left was some links from a Christmas. Ah, oh, yeah, the classic Christmas present. Yeah, the deodorant and shower. The links Africa. Don't know what it was. Chocolate, but it's been horrible stuff. Just so sticky. I don't mind. I don't mind the smell of links. I mean, it does give you flashbacks when you're at school. Yeah. Oh, just everywhere. Everywhere. The women will love this. <laughs> That's what they sold us on. <laughs> no, it's. I'd rather smell like links than armpit. Yeah, and I, and I, I have asked this question to a few of my friends, and they, a few people did say the links like roll-on, oh, is better than other roll-ons available. As a man with armpit hair. You can't use Rollman. It just pulls out. Surely. You have to waft afterwards. You have to dry it off. So one of those, one of those questions, though, it's like, if you saw an adult using, like, children's toothpaste, you'd be like, what's going on here? Bubblegum flavoured? Yeah. You'd just assume they've run out of adult one, I would. <laughs> yeah, or well, I'd assume they just they like the taste. Yeah, they've got a job interview and no other alternative. Well, they're trying to impress. <laughs> Get a load of this. Oh, my word. Jace, moving away from uh, first milk teeth toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> and before we speak to George, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please do leave us a review and a rating. That would be much appreciated. If you're watching on YouTube, please do subscribe to the channel. If you don't watch on YouTube, go on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> Oh, and please send us your message at Parenting Tools Pod. George, I'm really excited for this interview. Uh, if you've not seen already, George has done a few videos around his mental health in regards to when his second child was born. Mm. Um, really looking forward to that. Hopefully, get to ask him those questions as well. Uh, without further ado, let's jump in. Planning for your next trip. 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So a massive welcome to the Parenting Tools podcast to George Crosser. George, welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having thanks me. For being, no, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. George, we always ask our guests just to let us know who are you and what have you got to, to kick us off? Uh, I am George Crossland and I've got a very shiny forehead. No, I'm joking. It's, uh, I've got two amazing boys. One, they're two under two. So I am, I'm a tired man, a very tired man. And um, yeah, the, uh, the newborn, I think you, if I was to turn my mic up a bit, you might be able to hear him crying downstairs. But the, uh, but the toddler is actually asleep. Yeah, that's myself, me, my partner and my two kids. That's wow. it, so- that's us. Two under two. How how old are they? Uh, I've got twenty three months and a six weeks. <laughs> wow, you're six fresh, weeks. fresh, 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 fresh. Maybe not even six weeks. Five weeks. I mean, do you remember with the first kid? You were like, "Happy four weeks, happy one month." I genuinely can't remember what how old my baby is. <laughs> yeah, I was at a hospital appointment. And they asked for the new for my baby's birthday and i forgot it and it's my mum's birthday as well <laughs> <laughs> oh amazing george just for some of our listeners who maybe have not seen you on on tiktok all that can you tell us yeah. a little bit about that side of things also your podcast as well tell us all about those yeah things. sure well i do like comedy satirical videos about being a parent which is quite easy when your muse is literally the two children that you live with and um it's basically just yeah Every time something funny or frustrating or crazy happens in my life, I just manage to get it into a short form skit and people are quite enjoying them. Um, and then my my podcast is a mo- called Emotional Daddage. Um, that is basically half an hour of me just actually getting all my emotions out for hopefully other men or dads-to-be to listen to. And so it's like, so they don't feel as alone with all the soppy stuff. No, that's amazing. Mm. it's therapeutic isn't it getting it out on a on a podcast i found that it really is like people say like how do you just talk for half an hour and i'm like firstly i'm a narcissist obviously but secondly there's a there's a a lot there's a lot to process in the day and if you get to just or in even in the week sorry i do it once a week and you just get to like word vomit all the stuff that's happened to you you can go into the next week feeling pretty fresh it is therapeutic so we we love your videos, George. I, I mentioned to you before that Jay sent me your Instagram page and we were like, oh, we, we need to get him on at some point. And we, we really enjoy watching them. Um, oh, 
kind of what made you start doing them? And at what point did you think this this is this is getting big now? Because you've got a, quite a big following, haven't you? Yeah, it was. Um, I th- I've, I've always sort of put uh, art and music up, but I've never um, sort of documented my life really before I had children because I didn't think I had had anything very specific to show the world. I'm just like. A, a guy that makes music that has long hair. Um, but then when I was a guy that makes music with long hair and have children now, I think uh, that's when people responded to it a bit more. And like the chemistry I have with my children, I guess is what people like, because I'm just a, a bit mad and they really enjoy me being really mad. <laughs> I've been for you, but I think I can hear my kid going really, really, really mad downstairs. <laughs> do you mind if I just go no, down you, quickly? No, if you need to go, you go. Okay. All right, yeah, thank you. We just had a bit of a real world dadness there. George had to just run off and attend to the children. For sure. George, just a a question like for your family, kind of for you growing up, what was that like for you? Because one of the things that I love about your content is it's really wholesome. You seem to Mm. really just enjoy spending time with your kids and that's, that's infectious. What was your family like growing up? Was that similar to that or was it the opposite? Um, I'm the youngest of three. Right. And the oldest is six years older than me. So my life was sort of just like no responsibilities and all fun. You know, it's just like (laughs) because by the time they got to me, they were like bedtime. We could do it. But if we just let them stay up, we get to drink wine downstairs. So I think I just I've basically lived in a playground (laughs) and like just having fun for so many years of my life. And it's like a perspective that I get to have with my family like I enjoy life so much and growing up I enjoyed life so much and so I want to I want that for my children because I know how valuable it is I I really think you can tell that George in your videos um yeah you know even even the serious ones um there was one the other day you're talking about having two under two Mm. and you were just doing kick-ups in your back garden yeah and then just being like you know what I am shattered I'm exhausted (laughs) there you are you know doing around the world like, <laughs> Joe, you know I've dug myself a hole with that because I'm having to teach myself new tricks at the age of thirty, and it is doing my legs in. Because I have to, I have to level up every single video. Two under two is now going to be a weekly series. I have a month left to two under two, and I need to blow people away with those kickups. <laughs> it's the hardest intro ever. <laughs> Maybe we should do that, Jace. I feel like all my limbs are like getting worse after every single day. I went for a walk up a hill last week. And I just, I, I, honestly, I could have walked for like two days. I love how you said that. And we both sort of went, oh, yeah. Hell. yeah. <laughs> oh, just a steep incline. Oh, no. You didn't have, you didn't have any stairs, did you? <laughs> so, George, you've become a, a father of two recently. Mm. Yeah. I'm a dad of two. Um, and I found it very different between one and two. And I just wondered if you found it different or what well, the yeah. differences are. Or if you've just found it the same, but more exaggerated. That was very political, that question. I found it very different. (laughs) Sorry, I had to inject. (laughs) Straight down the line. Very, I don't want to offend anyone, (laughs) (laughs) but vote for me. No, um, uh, to be honest, I've talked about this a little bit online. Um, The euphoria of the first baby and like you think everyone in the world is watching you become a dad and it's like, it's just all encompassing and incredible. And then 
the excitement of thinking that's going to happen again, which I'm sure it does for some people. But when the second baby came along, my youngest, there was it's sort of like these waves of euphoria and these sort of like moments where I'm like, wow, this is incredible. And then it's back to sort of the practical nature of being a parent. And I said this to my mom because I felt guilty about this feeling. And it actually, I had a bit of uh, paternal postnatal depression, which I'm sure we can talk about in a bit. But um, uh, I said to my mom, I was like, I feel really bad. Like, I don't feel how I did the first time around. She was like, yeah, um, I, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want to burst your bubble. And I was like, you could, could have prepared me for that, please, actually. That would have been really, really good. And that's why I've been like speaking about this to sort of maybe if people are going to have a second baby, preparing them for like the fact that it's not going to be as euphoric because you don't get to sit on the sofa for six weeks and just look at this beautiful thing you've created. You have to entertain a toddler <laughs> or a fiver or whatever, like as well. And then it's these waves and yeah, I'm sort of out the other end of that um, more darker time. Like I was generally happy with my life, with my kids, my partner, everything was going all right. But when I was looking at my newborn, I was like, holy wow, uh, I don't <laughs> feel how I did the first time. And I am a terrible person for that. Now I'm thinking, now obviously looking back at that, I'm like, you. I, I was just, I was going through something that I couldn't mm. understand and explain. And now, and now I, I look at him and I'm like, this is the, this is, you, the euphoria is here now because I've, figured out what this journey is to under two two kids now and how you split your time and you split your emotions and how to not feel guilty about everything so yeah it's um i'm loving it because i get to it's doubled the size it's doubled my heart i have two of these these amazing people i've created but it's definitely harder to have two children <laughs> oh george that um that video that you made about the paternal postnatal depression sparked like a really interesting conversation with me and my wife because mm. um, a few people around our world experience a lot of those um, kind of mental health struggles with their kids uh, my wife had it pretty bad um, mm. but also then other people in my family have experienced similar things yeah. um, but actually uh, just just to say that the video that you made I thought was really helpful uh, oh, but maybe we could talk about that a little bit more like what was it mm -hmm. when you were going through it the moment that you realized was it easy for you to find like help or an avenue to talk about it or did you feel even more pressure or guilt especially because it's men's kind of postnatal isn't really talked about a lot at all mm. um, and women's they're only they're only now really starting to talk about it more openly um, yeah. what, what was that like if you can talk about that a little bit more well when it was so my friends came down to see me like three days after the baby was born, I think, or four days after. And the way I sort of got to realize it was with me and my friends, we just roast each other constantly and say everything that we're feeling and then get roasted for it. And you sort of like can figure out how you're feeling. And then um, I would like make jokes like, yeah, but it's not as good as the other one, is it? And then like a few of those jokes happened. And then I was like, and then they were like, is everything actually all right? I just want to unpick it a bit. And I was, and then I was like, maybe I'm not actually, no, no. And then I start to speak about it with my friends and start talking about how I don't feel the same. And like, is this okay? And they're like, yes, like it's absolutely fine. And then 
I didn't Google it. I don't Google things because then I'll just end up going to A&E for everything. (laughs) But I didn't see anything about this online, about men having this. And I... Like in the, I made a post about it, and I didn't even know what the words were to say for it. If it had a name, because I know people are start like starting to not say the baby blues because it sounds a little bit easy or a little bit like mm-hmm. like brushing it off sort of thing. Um, but yeah, when I was when I was re- when I was realizing I uh, maybe had this postnatal depression, um, the guilt was probably the worst bit. Like I, I felt like I was a bad dad and I didn't talk about, I didn't post about it online until I felt like it was getting better. And then I thought there's probably a lot of dads that think they're just bad dads and they just don't bother. Or there's partners that think they have a bad dad for a partner, but it's because they haven't been able to speak about these things they might have been feeling. Imagine not being, not, not having people to talk to, or a following to share stuff with and you have paternal postnatal depression and you can't even tell your partner about it. you're like oh my god i'm just a bad dad hmm. this is not for me I, oh this isn't for me i don't feel like you know i'm just, and i just really hope that lots of dads would see that that post i made and maybe start talking about it with their friends or their partner and then become really, really good dads and confident dads. Mm. Cause that's what we want. That's what you two want as well. You want confident dads around because we want a great future for our kids. And 100%. it seems like postnatal depression is a lot more common than we think. And if people are being able to figure it out, lots of dads and mums, obviously, then maybe we will have a lot more confident parents around. No, I think that's yeah. the, for us, that was one of the reasons one of the reasons why we started the podcast is just to enable a conversation, especially for dads. Dads don't, in in my world, dads don't really talk about parenting a lot. Um, When actually for me, that was essential (laughs) to actually survive. Um, And so I just think like your video was really like vulnerable, but it was also really helpful. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's just the encouragement that anyone listening to this, actually, if you need an avenue to talk to, um, find one, if you can't find one, send a message to us. Like, genuinely, yeah, yeah, yeah. talk to anyone. Talk to a cat about it if you have to. Um, <laughs> but it's just get those emotions out because keep them locked inside. That's that's where you get into dangerous territory. Yeah, and half the time these people aren't bad dads. They're just not confident and they don't know how to f- figure out how they're feeling. Yeah, I, I, you've touched on two things there, George. One, I kind of um, relate to. So with our second, it was very much the same. Mm. I didn't feel like I bonded with her as quickly as I did the first one. Yeah. Because the first one was there. Do you mm. know what I mean? You have to look after them. Yeah. And you don't have that time just to sit. So with my first, I've, I've mentioned this before, I just sit and play Call of Duty with him next to me. And that would be me. For, and I just have that time. And I'd be looking across at him constantly. Mm. But you don't have that with the second one. Yeah. Because the first one's jumping on them. Or you've got, you know, so you just don't have that time. It's not that the connection isn't there for me. For me, it wasn't, well, I'll rephrase. It's not that that connection wasn't there. I just didn't have the time for it to be as strong. Yeah. Because I had two of them and I was exactly the same. I made a joke. Uh, People were joking about, we were around the table at a family gathering and people were joking about who was their favorite child. (laughs) And I was like, oh, 
course, it's the oldest one. You know, the youngest one doesn't do anything yet, kind of. <laughs> yeah. And then a, a few weeks later, I said to my wife, I can't believe I made that joke. Like, and it was a joke. Mm. But for me, that was the start of actually, I'm not feeling too great. Mm. And then I felt bad because I felt bad. Oh, man. Yeah, that's that's like, now I'm at the other end. I now feel bad about having the, the depression. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the life cycle of a parent, I think. I think we're going to have that forever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm not sure if I was depressed or if I was exhausted or if it, like like you, it just took me by surprise that it wasn't this euphoric mm. baby bubble that I had the first time. But there were certainly those glimpses that are the norm now. Yeah. Um, the other thing that you mentioned, and I've talked about friends, I've talked about this with friends before, is that whole thing of men not talking now that's a bit of a cliche, you know, or men don't talk mm. and it's often considered that men don't want to talk. Mm. I think for a lot of men, especially, you know, men that I've been around, they want to talk. They just don't have anyone to talk to. Yeah. And this is where I think, you know, I've got no data or research to back this up where relationships start to show some cracks because a lot of men, the things that grind their gears or marital stuff or relationship stuff and parenting stuff. Mm. And a lot of us, we're worried to bring talk to our wives about that or our partners because we don't want to upset them. Yeah. So we let it fester mm. and we let it sit there in silence. And then from an outsider's view, it just looks like we don't want to engage. Yeah. It's actually, we don't want to upset. Yeah. So therefore for me, having a, a group of mates like Jason and the friends that are becoming dads and have toddlers, we just have this time where you just get it off your chest. Yeah. And it's like, you know, questions where you can say, did you feel like this? Has this happened to you? And everyone's just like, we're all in the same boat. Mm. And it's, it's re- so it's really key to have, I think, to have that space just to be honest with somebody. Yeah. So yeah, that's really important. So yeah, like Jay said, if you want to get in touch, please do follow George. And I'm sure George would be happy to, I'm speaking on behalf of George now. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a few followers. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> but it is it is super important to to recognise there is that need to to have that conversation. Yeah, and that enables you to enjoy those high moments and kind of savour them because there's so many high moments, aren't there? And that's yeah. something that you're you're brilliant at capturing. And this is what we love about you and your page. Mm. is that you you talk about the kind of the downtimes but it's not like that classic humor of oh we we hate having kids it's actually i love having kids and you can yeah. just, that comes across well th- this is what this is like a lot of dad accounts like don't get me wrong my feed is not parents coming up it's like memes and now football tricks um <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's this thing of like oh dad struggling through or like caution tape, just about made it. Oh, dad, oh, we're sinking. We're just, we're just about making it. It's like, no, let's, let's. Dads are, we're, dads, one hundred percent of the time, and we love being dads, and we're good at being dads. You yeah. know, and like you're, like you two are able to talk about being good dads. You're like, obviously, it's always good to share and talk about the bad things. But like you said, or not bad things, but like the down times, and yeah, bad things. I don't need to. I don't need to worry about that. Um, but like you said something earlier that like, yeah, I share like the good stuff and the good times. But you know, when you're talking to your friends and maybe some of them don't have children, 
I've always thought like, you don't want to, you really want to talk about, you want to get advice about bad stuff and talk to your friends, but you don't want to bring them down. But like, you don't need advice on how to be happy. And like, you Mm. don't, but you also don't want to like constantly share and talk about your kids and how happy you are all the time. And so I sometimes worry that like people, like my friends might think I'm just too, I'm just like constantly bummed out because I'm just always needing advice on the bad things. But like, you don't need it. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> I'd, I'd have that my, uh, my camera. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can. I completely do. And it's it's. We say this a lot with parenting. It feels like you can't win when it's going well. You feel like you're bragging. That, and, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when it's you know when you're having some challenges, it, it feels like you're just moaning all the time. But I, yeah. I always think I always think of footballers. Actually, you mentioned footballers, <laughs> like. Oh, but I tell you what, the one that comes to mind is Everest. If you said to somebody who's climbed Everest, what's the best thing you've ever done? They'd say, climb Everest. Yeah. If you said, what's the hardest thing you've ever done? They'd say, climb Everest. Like mm. the thing that is the best in your life can also be hard and challenging. Yeah. And that is for me being a dad, like there's nothing more that I love than my kids. Mm. And like the thought of not having them now I've got them like is I can't, I can't think of it. Like there's nothing I love more than looking at their faces, but there's times where it's hard. Mm. And I think it's okay to say both things. (laughs) Exactly. And when you're complaining and then people that don't have children say, yeah, but you chose to have kids. And then that, like that heat comes over and the blood comes to (laughs) the edge of your skin. (laughs) I just, I can't like, one person very close to me said that. And uh, yeah, I ripped their head off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's like, i think so last last night i went away it was a lovely time I went to a spa left my daughter with the in-laws and like oh, up man. until that point until we're about to drop her off it was like yes like mm. child free time on the way there it was like i miss her now <laughs> yeah <laughs> like what is this yeah it's like i get an opportunity at a good night's sleep and all i can think about is ah oh, i miss her I don't know how I'm going to do this trek next week. Five days, almost a week away from them. That's that's a lovely segue, actually, George. Oh yeah, <laughs> tell Is us that about on the notes. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a uh, oh yeah, fine actually. The promo. Um, it's uh, for Copperfield, the charity. They're a massive charity, and um, I'm trekking the Hadrian's Wall for five days, uh, and I've like. I think I've got everything I need. Just sort of went to uh, Mountain Warehouse today with the toddler and my partner and the newborn, and he was just tearing the place up. And I, ended- <laughs> I left with a really, really small bag, boots I think fit, and a torch. <laughs> that's it. What more do you need? That's it. I think maybe I'll take, I don't know, some paracetamol, and that's me good. <laughs> but how, how long is this walk? It's it's a 100- hundred kilometers kilometers and over five days wow and who are you doing that with you're doing it with the team so yeah there's like loads of people doing it there's giovanna fletcher she's like sort of the leader matt willis and emma willis are also leaders frankie bridge and a few others so it's a i think it's like a bit of um there's like a social media bit to it where it's obviously going to be promoting it a bit but I, I'm yeah. I'm not one of the like I, I applied for this ages ago before I had a following really, mm. so I'm doing it 
I, I applied and I'm doing it because my uh, someone very very close to me that actually wants anonymity with in this whole thing, um, but she's finally talking about it. Uh, last year, got uh, lymph lymph node, which is like basically you get treated like breast cancer, and um, yeah, it was just like an awful awful year. But now she's absolutely fine and like smashing it. Oh. Uh, so I'm gonna be thinking about her a lot during this walk. It's going to be like hyper focused on that. So if, and if yeah. making videos, probably. <laughs> so if, if anyone wants to like support you in that, how would they go about doing that? Oh, go to my page. So I've, I've got two fundraisers, one on Instagram and one on Just Giving. Both you can find on my page. Uh, I just thought it's a bit easier if you're on Instagram. You're like, ah, links, don't want to leave. Don't wanna leave the app I'm on. I just want to stay on the app. Then you can do it. But if you do want to go to Just Giving, or if you want to come around my house with change, I'll take it. <laughs> That's at George Crossland. At George Crossland, and then like loads of underscores. But I'm sure if you type in George Crossland, I'll come up. <laughs> Beautiful. That's superb. George, we've we've loved having you on. And that's uh, that's really positive what you're doing there. And we, we wish you all the best and the, oh, the team. One thing we always ask our guests before we, we let them leave and return to the the chaos. Yeah, is, really, I really want to leave this chat. I really want to go back to that life. <laughs> is uh, like kind of one nugget of parental wisdom that maybe you would drop on somebody. Hmm. Get off your phone. I needed that advice today. I get off your phone because if you look at your, how much time you've spent on your phone, and how much time you've been awake and how much time you could have been making memories with your kids. You'll feel, you, you'll get to the end of the day feeling a bit rubbish about that. I was making dinner and I was just on my phone, not engaging. And then I was so out of it. I spilled really, really hot tomato sauce everywhere. And it was, a it, <laughs> t- it turned into an argument. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's, that's great advice. And like, one again, like I have to keep reminding myself of that all the time as well, because it's so easy when mm. you're tired just to just to reach reach for your pocket, get your phone out, and just switch off. But it is the time that you've got with the kids; you don't get it back. Everyone exactly. says that, uh, but it is so important. Uh, George, we've absolutely loved having you on, and we really love your content. Um, oh, you guys are amazing! What you're it. doing is um, incredible. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much. So very kind. Uh, please do, listeners, follow George, all his accounts, support him in his walk, which is sounds madness. Yeah. Um, but amazing. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks, George. Oh, Jace, I really enjoyed that. What a guy George is. What a guy. <laughs> I'll tell you what, what I really like about George is just his positivity, his personality. It's infectious. And you can tell that he just he loves his kids. Yeah, I, I really do love that. Like, even when he talks about the negative times, you can clearly see he is just trying his best. Absolutely love that. Yeah, and he even had to go and be a hands-on dad <laughs> midway through when his, his baby was crying, and, and we love that. So, yeah, all the best, George, for next week with your, your walk. Hope you uh, raise the total money that you're aiming towards and you meet your targets. And if you'd like to support George in that walk, he's walking for Copperfield Charity. You can find his Instagram page and TikTok pages at George Crossland. And then it'll be one of those pages. I'm sure you'll find it. (laughs) Thank you for listening. And we will catch you next week.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.